Hello and welcome to Growing Pains, the marketing podcast for brands who want to grow and get more consistent sales, but without the overwhelm of feeling like you have to be online 24-7. I'm Sophie, your host and a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist. Join me each week as I, alongside some wonderful guests, share practical tips and advice about how you can use and combine marketing strategies to get more impact for your effort. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Growing Pains. This week I am really excited that we have Elle from the e-commerce assistant here to talk to us about all things Shopify and e-commerce. We're going to be digging in to really specific tips and actions that you can take to help make your product pages better. So Elle specializes in all things e-com for small and growing online businesses who want to sell more online. This might be trying to improve their conversion rate on their website or by taking their email marketing to the next level. She mainly works with Shopify website and Klaviyo email marketing and the two work so well together and really combine well to grow your brand organically. So Elle, welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm very excited to have you here. Elle and I have followed each other and chatted and even had some like calls with clients together for quite a long time now. And we also have similar age kids as well. So it's been lovely. We've gone through the first year of school together, (laughs) the highs and the lows. And I've just preempted your intro there. But (laughs) tell me a bit about your work life setup. So I am originally from Bedfordshire and I now live down on the coast in Hampshire. Yeah. So quite by the sea. I'm definitely a seaside person yeah. and I <laughs> and it's lovely and I've got two little girls very similar to you Sophie. Yeah. I've got Isabel who's 5 and Ophelia who's now 7 months. I work with e-com businesses, small like brand owners or small teams to help them basically with their e-commerce and their websites and their emails and just get them give them a bit more knowledge to do it themselves or help them for a small amount of time just to get them back on track or on track and I love it I love helping different people different businesses and I love that you can jump in and jump out when they don't need me it's absolutely fine it's great Absolutely. And we were talking, weren't we, about project-based work. It's so nice to be able to go in, help a company and then get them on their way. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like it's not about needing someone necessarily forever. It's about what can you do just to help get them on the track and give them that knowledge that they might lack because they have many hats as a founder or owner of a business and just be able to come and be that person for them. Yeah, absolutely. Before we dig into all of the e-com stuff, we are going to do our quick fire round as always. Now Elle listens to the podcast, so she has, she knows what these are, but even so she's ready to go. There's going to be no like scared silences. As I read it's going to be so quick fire. It's going to be so quick fire. Okay. Tea or coffee? Coffee, always. Dogs always. or cats? See, this is my only troublesome one because I don't, oh. really, I'm not a pet person. I'm not. But neither. So <laughs> can you, I would, I've had dogs though growing up, so it would be dogs because I don't like cats. <laughs> That's it. Cats are like so low down. I don't, not many people say cats, to be honest. Bagels or crumpets? Bagels. I don't eat, to be honest, I don't, don't eat, eat either. But oh bagels. <laughs> like these are irrelevant. Beach or pool? Beach. Winter or summer? Winter. Oh, I think you're my first winter person. I think I'm, I am a snow girl. I love Christmas. Winter is my jam. Colour or monochrome? Nice. And we still haven't had anyone say monochrome. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remove that question. Early morning or late night? Early morning. 
yes, really? mother of two yeah. children. I, <laughs> that that, really I am a morning, but I do bounce out of bed. I'm sorry. Do you? Yeah, it's yeah. awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today we are going to be talking about Shopify. Personally, I love Shopify and from a Facebook ads perspective, it works incredibly well with Facebook ads manager. They connect up and and when the iOS 14 changes happened, Shopify did a lot to be at the forefront of implementing changes to make sure the impact was minimal. So I would just say if you're thinking about where you might want your website to be, I would definitely recommend Shopify. So the first thing we want to talk about really briefly is Shopify 2.0. Now I hadn't actually heard about Shopify 2.0, so Elle was updating me before we started Started. And I think it's really important that we maybe just give everyone a quick update about what it is, what you need to do, because a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about today is stuff you can do once you've gone over to 2.0. So Elle, over to you. <laughs> it's actually not that new. So I just thought I'd get the date up so I wasn't misquoting. So it was huh? the summer 2021. And it, this is like the biggest update for Shopify. Obviously, they're constantly updating things and your theme developers will be constantly updating things. But for Shopify as a whole, this is the biggest sort of change they've ever done. So what Shopify 2.0 means, um, there's lots of different changes, but the thing for small businesses that's most relevant is sections everywhere. So that means on your homepage at the minute, you've probably all got lots of lovely different sections. You've got banner image, you've got products, you've got collection preview. All those sections have usually, and at the moment, if you've not up- upgraded, are only available on your homepage. And what Shopify 2.0 allows is sections everywhere. So you can now have all these lovely sections that come with your theme on your collection pages and specifically your product pages. So where before you might have found, oh, Shopify product pages are really boring and I can't, I don't know how to make them more interesting and I don't know how to get my brand content across. And you've had to use an app or you've had to use a developer. You, if you upgrade to Shopify 2.0, you can now do that yourself. And it's the same drag and drop that you've currently got on your homepage. So it's nothing new in terms of having to, oh, I've got to learn something new. It's going to work in exactly the same way and all those sections will be available. So it's going to be super easy for you to enhance those pages. There is other bits and bobs, but for this, that's the most relevant thing. And I would hugely encourage everyone to basically upgrade their update their theme most if not all themes are now ready for 2.0 so if you just go on to your themes product page then it will show you you know where we're 2.0 ready and you can upgrade and if you've got a paid theme you're not going to pay again you just need to update your theme to Perfect. receive those features okay and in terms of updating a theme it's not yeah. quite as easy as just no. talking about an update is no. it no. I'm sorry it's not so Shopify have said for a while that they're going to make updating your theme easier so that you can almost do that click a button and it pulls through all your customizations but they haven't done that yet and I guess that's because they've been focusing on this and some other new updates that came out recently in their summer editions so it isn't super easy it is easy. It's time consuming. And yeah. as busy brand owners and small, your small teams probably don't have the time, you're time poor. So it's probably, oh, I can't update my theme. I don't have time. But I really would look to see if you can make the time because even if you've, even if 2.0 is totally news to you, I most people's themes are out of date. Your theme mm-hmm. developers constantly updating and giving you new features and bug fixes. So you should be thinking about updating your theme regularly and regularly does not mean every day every month every week it means potentially every year 
Yeah. I would definitely look on a yearly basis at what's new or is there a new theme I would like to change to. So just maybe take that time to see if you can get those features because if you can do it now you're really going to reap the benefits. And just in case anyone's thinking absolutely not I would like to throw money at the problem <laughs> is this something that you could do for them Al? Yes, absolutely. So I do work with clients to update their theme. Sometimes it is literally the same theme they want. They just want the new version and the 2.0 once I've told them about it. Or they might say, oh, do you know what? I've fallen out of love with this theme. It's not got the features. I've added tons of apps just to get some quite basic features. Do you recommend any new theme? So sometimes it's a change of theme rather than just an update of theme. And then I will help with installing that and customizing it and making sure it's optimized to the best it can be. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So there's an option either throw yeah. time at it or money at it. Yeah, basically. As yeah. with everything that is. <laughs> As with everything. Okay, perfect. Now today, what we're going to dig into really specifically is optimizing your product pages. And why are we focusing on that? Why is that so important? So the reason I think we need to focus on this today is because I've been looking at lots of websites and I found that there might be a lovely homepage. It's really clear who the brand are and what they sell. And that flows through to collection pages as well. But then I get to product page and I'm like there's such a lack of information or it's not structured properly it feels rushed there's no extra content below the sort of key product page features and if you're I think often we forget that customers aren't taking that linear customer journey on the site they're not necessarily following home page collection page or search to the product page they might arrive yeah. on your product page and if they yeah. do are you like wowing them and are you getting your amazing brand content and small business story are you getting that across to them probably not unfortunately yeah absolutely even just from an ads perspective often if we're going for selling a specific product or we've got even a carousel we'll directly put people through to those specific product pages so obviously in terms of making the most of your budget we're going to want to be able to sell things yeah. directly from those product pages rather than people having to then look around the site before coming back to the product fab okay so shall we start at the top of the page and just work our way down yeah brilliant so basically you don't want to be too different and wacky with this there's a bit of a structure that if you go on most small or big brands you'll see that they follow a very similar structure and that is the first thing is usually images on the left content mm -hmm. on the right. I've seen very few that differ from that. You might sometimes get like a lead top image and then content below, but the most common structure is the left and right. Yeah. And I think that's because you visually look at the images and then your eyes pulled across to the information that you need. So you need lovely, good quality product images. Yeah. We all know that's beneficial for so many different reasons. And then on the right, when we get into like the content and what you're telling customers, we want a clear product title. And we want a clear price. Now, the price can sometimes sit straight below the product title or it might come down a bit lower towards the add to cart. There is, that will depend one on your theme really and what they offer. But also you might want to like test that out if you can, like where it's best to sit. But we yeah. want a clear product and a clear product price. And then the next thing I would have is your little review stars. You need to have those review stars showing right by that key information. It's like the next biggest thing. Okay. And ho hopefully they can click on that and it will zoom them straight down to your lovely reviews. So there will be obviously another place on your product page where you'll see reviews. But for that layout at the top that we're just focusing on, you want those that star rating to show. And in terms of reviews, 
are would you recommend this is there an app that you would use for that or do they are they built into most themes yeah or? no i don't know any themes that have that built in shopify have their own shopify reviews but i wouldn't use that i always recommend judge me for shopify stores oh, okay yeah so you, most people will probably have heard of it it's brilliant it's the best review app for shopify stores there's loads of other big review people you can use you could people use trustpilot people use yopo there's loads but I, if you're like a small biz and you want something that works nicely, that doesn't cost the earth and that you can add onto a product page and make it look lovely, I always go for Judge Me. Perfect. And actually I've used Judge Me alongside Clavio as well. And that yes. works quite nicely as well, doesn't it? So yeah, in terms definitely. of the wider thing. Yeah. Okay, fab. So you've got your, and in terms, just before we move down, so the title, yeah. are you literally going for, like how descriptive are you being in that title? Yeah. Like is shorter better? Or are you, t- are you thinking SEO? Or we, like, it's what are we focusing one. on with that? Yeah, it's a difficult one. My top thing for product titles for small biz is just make them all the same format. So if you I- always use caps, if you always use a capitalized first letter, like that sort of format, formatting just please decide how you want to do it and repeat it because otherwise it just gets really I don't think you realize sometimes if someone then switches to another product that that can just throw them off that it hasn't got that same sort of formatting and if you're going to have more a longer descriptive product name do it across everything so don't like top and change what you do so that's like my first tip the next thing whether it should be long it's a tricky one because you can it's got to tell the customer what it is And I think that's probably what I would advise because I think some people do get a bit bogged down with it's got to be it's got to be search engine optimized. I've got to chuck in loads of words, but actually then it makes utter no sense to anyone. It doesn't actually describe what it is because you've always just like keyword stuffed. Yeah. In terms of and I'm not an SEO specialist, just to point out. So in terms of like usability of the website, user friendly customer journey. I would just describe what the product is in, and you don't want super long product titles. I It's it's literally going to be, I'm looking at Glossier here, so makeup, it's number one pencil. Yeah. They probably don't have to work as hard on their SEO. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably so, unreasonable. Yeah. That's the thing. That's always the balance with a lot of these things. It's, oh, I need to bring in customers. I need my SEO to work, but I also need when the customers hit the site for it to be user-friendly and makes sense yeah. so there is that balance so I would like just think what is it and describe it in yeah and I guess what they're going to be searching for as well if they're searching on the site like yeah exactly yeah. it's got to pick up from the search so the search on the site as well as thinking of of think of Google so yeah I would just go with yeah what it is if it's a if it's a shoe make sure shoe is in there maybe just don't create if you're going to create like fancy names, like some brands do, like to call something a bit different because it's their brand, their tone of voice. And I understand that. I would just make sure that there is the word of what it actually is in it. Yeah, exactly. So that people can find it and know yeah. what it is. Like yeah, and understand. Quickly. Yeah, and literally yeah. we've not got much time, have we? We go on these sites yeah. and we need to be sold straight away. So just that clarity is what I yeah. usually advise. Perfect. Okay. So we've got the title, image on the left, copy on the right, or the kind of add to cart piece. Yeah. Yeah. Details. So what else have we got? So we've got the title, we've got the price, we've got reviews. Then you're going to obviously have any of your variants. So you've got the option for people to pick a color or pick a size. And I think that the most common way to do that now that I like to push people towards is the little icons rather than a drop down. 
yeah most themes have both op- both options and I see people have different options but I think the icon so you've got like your color swatch or yeah. your size in a little box like that is just so much more visual you can see quite easily if things are sold out because they're often crossed out or grayed out and you're not having to click a little drop down then have a look right do they sell my kids size do they go up to that size like it's really it's visual it's there people can see straight away yeah so that's Perfect. a good little tip. And yeah. then and then add to cart. Like you want that button to be there. Some people will have add to cart before their description. Okay. Some people will have the description first. I think I prefer, I think for the brands we're talking to today, I think you need that little description first. I, I think, would agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I think yeah. you need to sell them. It needs to be short, three lines maybe. Yeah but descriptive and salesy and you need to sell that product even though you might think it's so obvious what it is and what it does and my images are wonderful and my product title's wonderful and the price is on point they still need to be sold like you need to write something it needs to be in your brand tone of voice it needs to describe the product it needs to just give them that little what you'd put in an email when you have you create your emails and you have your little product descriptions your little sales points that need that that needs to be on your product page that needs to be thought about and again the same format if you like across all your product pages so if you're going for a three-liner sales sort of copy just replicate that across every product obviously change it (laughs) but I would get that above the add to cart button so you've got the image for people to see they've got something to read they've seen all the colors you do all the sizes you do and then they've and the price and they've got the opportunity now to add to the cart yeah or add to bag or add to basket whatever terminology you use then moving down from that, often I see people with like very long copy that might have every single product detail that, you know, is relative to their product. So sizes, wash guides, care guides, dimensions, like all that sort of detail, I like to call it. That sometimes is just this big long list. And what I would then have is tabs or something okay. audience still, but tabs I think are the go-to thing now to have below your description your add to cart like all those necessary parts then I would go down to like product tabs is what I call them so they might be detail product details care guides wash guides fit guides anything that's relevant relative to the products and the brand you want to get in there so what the details someone needs to confirm that they want to buy it because if it's furniture they definitely need to know the size don't they to is it going to fit or and if it's clothing is it does it run large does it run small like any information now you can give your customer I would put it in a tab and the tab I would have on every single page on everybody's website is delivery and returns have yeah I was just gonna say that actually yeah you wouldn't because I find some websites hide it away a little bit and it like becomes like you have to dig around for it yeah we should be able to like scroll down and find it in the footer but why we why would we want people to move away from the product page have it there it might be a key decision maker for them whether you offer free delivery or how much delivery is or how do returns work especially if it's clothing anything sized you need to you need that information to be clear so that's one tab I'm like you have to have that there like there's no choice you need to have it on every product page and that's a nice place to put it and I think it's a familiar place to put it yeah absolutely and it's the kind of thing you're considering when you're considering the purchase isn't it at that point okay this might work but can I return it if it's happening? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. And it, I think it's getting you in that purchasing, your customers in that purchasing mindset as well. Like it's, 
almost yeah saying yes you can buy me because I will give you free shipping and I'll give you free returns like it's yeah it's yeah, just it's, it's definitely taking away that any kind of reservations they have isn't any objections to like exactly. it's like okay giving them like a safe opportunity to yeah, buy it definitely. yeah so have, that's like a key tab but all the other tabs are really going to depend on what you sell and what you need to tell the customer and that kind of is it for that first half of the product yeah. page so that's like information pricing like making sure they can add to the basket all those bits are that first half then we come further down into this second half of the product page some people's product pages almost stop there then, that's what I was gonna say I think yeah. a lot of people will think oh well is that not it <laughs> <laughs> but, that is that you might then have your reviews because that's what of your course, stars yeah. are shooting down and you might also have a recommended products or a recently viewed that's quite common in yeah. the second half but then that might be it yeah but what we you should be doing and we you can absolutely do now with Shopify if you've got 2.0 is adding in more detail and more content and visual content and a brand story like all these bits and pieces that you might have across the rest of your site or you might have had in an email flow to, to just tell people about a product you yeah. can now and you should be adding that to the product page so that might be like a picture of you, the brand owner. If you're a big part of the brand, it might be a picture of you and your brand story. This is why I started this brand because you're speaking directly to that customer and you're giving them that information. They're not having to hunt around for it or move away back to the homepage to be like, oh, hold on a minute. Who makes this stuff and where is it made in? Is it made in England? Like all these yeah. like real content rich pieces of information you can now include. So it might be brand story. <clears throat> It might be more information on the products. It might be, if it's food, it might be like recipes that use your product. If it's clothing, it might be customer images. That's where mm. you can have, you wouldn't really have them in like necessarily in your in your product images in that top half. That We like that to be quite like neat and tidy. You might not want yeah. them up there, but you might want to have a lovely content block, which shows this is how people look in my products. Like this yeah. is customer imagery, which obviously we love. And I know you love for ads. You might have another, you might have a testimonial that might fit better with the service-based businesses, like a testimonial block where you can obviously input your best testimonials is a bit more manual than like a review app. What else would you have there? Basically, yes, anything you want. Anything, anything that gives a bit of colour to the brand, right? Yes, so if you think especially product. from a ads perspective, if someone is landing on your product page and they've literally, you're going out to a cold audience with your ads, they've never heard of your brand before, they've clicked through because they think your product is interesting, what would you want them to know? Absolutely. And what what other images do you want to use? And what what's going to sell them that like you are you definitely want to show them relative products. You want to show those other products that they might then want to view. You want to make it easy for them to move around the site, but you want to make sure they have got they are like being sold this product and your brand. And you can add a lot more to your product page to do that. Yeah, brilliant. And where do you sit on having like social icons and that sort of thing on the product page? So Shopify, that is like a setting in Shopify that's normally switched on, I would say. And I do see people have that. And it's probably going to be hovering around near to their add to cart, maybe just below, maybe around the tab sort of area. And I just switch it off whenever I see it because for two reasons, really. One, it doesn't look usually look very, and it's a bit random because it's what do you want? Even if it's like a share one, they know they might just see the icon so they don't know they're sharing it with a yeah. friend and also what do we all do now we just copy the link and we'll yeah. send that or we'll screenshot to a friend like we're usually on our phones and also secondly we don't want people to move over to 
Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is. We want people to stay on the product page. Everything on there should almost click either further down the page, like your review stars are going to take you, or you obviously want to move them around your site as well. You want to show them relative products that they might want to then go and browse. So no, I just don't have it. Yeah, perfect. And I think the website can become very much like I've done, like a tick box. Like I've done the website, it's done, it's there. Right now I can focus on my marketing. And actually it's much more of a dynamic part of your marketing, isn't it? Like it's, yes, it has to be done up front, but then it has to live and breathe alongside all your other stuff. That's one of the biggest things I talk about with people. And I think they know that it's just, again, we're, we're time poor. We're not telling people something they don't know. It's just yeah, but I have done that and I'd rather like now bring people in, but it needs constant tweaking, optimizing, changing, updating. Your homepage needs updating. We're not talking about that today, but your product page, your homepage, everything needs updating, needs checking, needs optimizing. And that goes back to our original point with the themes that you'll be using from Shopify. They need updating. They do almost tire and they might slow your site down. Like they do, it is something you need to be doing and scheduling in. And definitely I like that idea of treating your website as one of your marketing channels even though it is where you're bringing everyone to yeah I like the idea of yeah thinking of it as what am I going to do for it this week or this month and what improvements could I make with the time I've got yeah absolutely and I think it's just I always talk at the end about how this links into Facebook ads and where we're always thinking about like the next three months of strategy and what what our themes are going to be or focus products or you know what we're going to be focusing on it's the same really then thinking through okay where are people going to be landing what are they going to be seeing and building in not just the images and for the ads but also the copy for the website as well and Mm. thinking about it as a bit more of a holistic piece of work rather than just ads in isolation social media in isolation emails in isolation actually with your website maybe as the core piece all of those other bits fit around it and obviously it's probably probably obvious but the better your website is and the easier it is for people to buy from you the stronger your conversion rate is going to be and the more you're going to get from your ad spend ads you can have the most amazing ads ad strategy audience copy creative in the world but if you are sending people through to a website that is not optimized that is out of date that doesn't speak to them that is clunky to use your conversions are never going to be good enough and I see that so often with people who use Facebook ads and they tell me that Facebook ads haven't worked for them and I can tell them straight away that part of that is going to be a website because you're not getting a very good conversion rate so yeah there's my pitch as well (laughs) don't just leave your website like you can't just leave it to me Um, but I think naturally we all think actually if I got more if I got more traffic I'll have more customers yeah and it's not necessarily the case because if your yeah conversion rate is there's so many stats that we should all be looking at but if you just think about your conversion rate and increasing it from 1.5 to two like that seems like a tiny amount 0.5 of a percent but it's a huge difference and that's bringing in no more traffic not acquiring any new customers and also treating your return customers really great as well like that can help yeah there's lots you can do we have covered a lot of things today and you probably might be thinking oh my god I'm listening to this in the car or on my walk and I haven't written any of this down so I'd really recommend just coming back to it maybe writing a few notes or listen to it as you're on your Shopify website and really go through you have a product page up and just go through from top 
to bottom like we have and see what you've got, what you need to add. So if you want a little bit of inspiration or to see what sort of maybe slightly bigger brands do, you can have a little look. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's always good to look at what's out there. Look at competitors, look at other small brands, but also look at the big brands and see what they're doing because they've spent the money. They've optimized their sites. They'll probably have a whole team optimizing their sites. And it gives you a lovely bit of inspiration and shows you that sort of format that everyone tends to follow. But just remember that a big brand, and I always use John Lewis as my example, they don't need to sell their brand necessarily. So we all know John Lewis. So they're not going to have a content block on the bottom of every product page saying, John Lewis is great. And this is why. And they don't even really need to sell the brands they're selling almost. So just bear that in mind as a smaller brand that you do need to tell your customers who you are and what you do and why you do it. And you want to give them almost a part of you in your story. So just bear that in mind when you do take a look. Perfect. Okay. And at the end of every episode, I ask my guest, what's the one thing you would recommend doing today to get started? My one is quite big and I do apologize. I I would just look and see what theme you're on, how old it is, because I think it will surprise you like how many versions ago it probably is. And they, your theme should have updated to 2.0. So if you can update your theme, so add in that 2.0, you do need to reconfigure it and customize it. And there will be a lot of work to do, but add it onto your themes as a draft as yeah. a, and just see if you can find the time. Are you going to be able to find the time to do that? Or are you going to pay someone to do that for you? And just see if you can get that done as soon as possible. Like it's been around a year now, so it's not really new and other people will be doing it. If you really want a tiny little thing, make sure you've got reviews on your product page. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a great a, one. That's a small one. That's a small one, but bigger picture. We really do need to be updating. Yes, to do more, Yeah. Okay. Yes. And if you haven't got the time, then invest the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So if you have loved listening to all of Elle's tips and advice, and if you want to chat to her about how she might be able to help you with your website, she also does email marketing as well. So you can definitely chat to her about all sorts of different things. There's going to be a link in the bio for to book a chat with her to chat through everything. Otherwise, you can also follow her on Instagram and she is on there as well. Thank you so much, Elle. That has been absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you have enjoyed these podcast episodes, I'd really love to ask you to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Reviews are one of the major ways that Apple ranks their podcasts and it only takes a few seconds but really does make a massive difference to new people finding me. Thank you again for joining me, Sophie, in this episode of Growing Pains. See you next time.